don't you know who I am? Now, this situation was just embarrassing. A group of us were out in the city one night and tried to get into a club. One of the guys that we were with didn't meet the dress code, so he was denied entry. And that was when he dropped that line. The bouncer laughed and asked why he should know who the hell this guy was. And then the moment of sheer hubris was unleashed. He named the band he played in. Now what had this band actually done? They had played in a couple of youth group settings in a couple of churches. That was about the extent of it. It was laughable and it was also sad. I've encountered such attitudes throughout my musical journey. People who think they are somehow famous or a celebrity because they have played in a band, most, if not all, have never heard of. There have been people that have played in churches, people that have might have played in a pub once, people that have played in their backyard, people whose families tell them they're amazing, and uh, yeah, people have never heard of them, even when they try to say, don't you know who I am? I've worked for a number of people who have appeared on Australian Idol, X Factor, Australia's Got Talent and The Voice. Some of them have been very good singers. A few, not too many, but a few have been outstanding vocalists. Now some of them have been on that show, on the various shows I should say, because of their story. It makes for good television. And that's what these are really about. They're game shows. I know guys that work in production and in the house bands on some of these things. I've heard a lot of stories I won't go into right now, but it's essentially a game show. It's not really about music. Now, some of the people that have been on these shows have very quickly fallen into dropping lines such as, don't you know who I am, after they've apparently been famous for being on TV. One of the most cringeworthy things I've ever seen is a singer that I worked with at one stage and he brushed off Marsha Hines backstage at an awards ceremony that we were actually also performing at. Daryl Braithwaite was also there. He kind of brushed him off too, but not to the same extent he, he treated Marsha Hines. Now, if you don't know who Marsha actually is, she, she was, and probably still is, a big star in Australia. She's a member of the ARIA Hall of Fame, has won numerous awards as a singer and entertainer. She was even one of the celebrity judges on Australian Idol at one stage. This singer that I was working for thought he was it. And he fended Marsha off with such rudeness and arrogance it was unbelievable. Now this guy was there because of his connection and his money. And to be honest, not his talent. He was a pretty average singer at best. His career quickly folded, and last I heard, he was back singing karaoke in pubs and bars around the city. Now, most of these people want to talk about themselves at every opportunity. They rarely ask about what others are doing. They want you to listen to their music, but have no time for yours. And most of them, if not all of them, never go any further than being in a band most have never heard of. Now let's contrast this with some of the truly world-class musicians that I've met and played with. Probably my favourite story in this regard is the night I met Mike Stern. I know he's not a household name in Australia, but he should be. 
Mike is actually at the top of the tree when it comes to international jazz guitarists. He played with Miles Davis for a number of years. That's a calling card that pretty much says you are the best in the world at what you do. Now I know some people might not know Miles Davis, certainly worth checking out. If you don't know who Miles is, it's way too great for me to go into right now, but Miles changed the course of jazz five or six times in his life. He had international recognition and he was one of the greatest musicians of the 20th century. Now I met Mike at a club gig one night in Sydney. For whatever reason, he sought me out at the end of the show. We talked for maybe about 90 minutes and he was asking me, that's me, about what I was up to musically. He asked me about my gear, my thoughts on playing and much more. It was an amazing experience. I stood there in disbelief the whole time. He was a guy, he's one of my favourite composers, let alone players. He's won Grammy Awards, he has an international career, won multiple awards in various magazines and other things, has been the world's best jazz guitarist. And apart from Miles Davis, he's played with a number of other truly legendary musicians. And he was talking to me about me. Gee, that made me feel good. And Mike was humble. If anyone could have acted like a prima donna, it was him. But no, he wasn't like that at all. At the end of the night, we needed to actually leave the club. It was in the basement, if you know where that is, or was. And his drummer, Dave Weckl. Now, Dave himself is another international powerhouse of musicianship and quite a legendary figure. Um, Invited me back to the hotel room for pizza and to hang out some more. One of my great regrets is that I actually excused myself and didn't go back with them because I didn't feel worthy. I kick myself for that now. It would have been an amazing experience. I've mentioned before in these podcasts that if you want to work a lot and have a long career, be a good person to get along with. Most of us can be very quickly replaced by another musician. Work at making yourself irreplaceable. And that's not necessarily because of your abilities on the instrument, but what else you bring to the table. Be a good person, a person of integrity. Be good to be around and have others want to be around around you and you'll find that you'll have a career that will last.